Yo, what's going on everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 158. Thank you for joining us tonight. Glad you could join us. Glad to be back. Yeah, <laughs> glad to be back. It's been a long week. Yeah. It's been a long week. Oh, <laughs> Jim, I'm finally done being sickies. Yeah, you sound you sound a lot better there, Brian. Yeah, it's about goddamn time. But Brian, it's feeling a little hot in here, don't you think? Just just a wee bit, a little wee bit. Maybe I should maybe we should take off this this hoodie here and show off the latest in Thought Cops merchandise with the Chad Zwick shirt. <laughs> Where's Zwick? Everywhere you go. God, damn it, Jim. <laughs> I got drunk I, at a brewery I, and it was pretty cheap, so I went. I'm going to support our boy, Jim. I I've said. I always support that you support our friends. Other shirts you have, I'll question. I support that 100%. That Goddamn right. Can you go <laughs> wrong with Chad's wick? No, you can't. And when I first saw the pink, I was like, oh, is that a Brett the Hitman heart shirt? And it's been one up. Threw me off. The, the green hair threw me off, I'll be honest. <laughs> Even more of an excellence of execution. Jim, but speaking of great art, somebody did something for us that I thought was beyond cool and. I was kind of blown away. At, I, I still don't really understand how the fuck it was done. Yeah, and so uh, this account on uh, Twitter, and he's on Instagram, or he, maybe she, I'm not even sure. Uh, they have a tick. So we're going to leave the link. We to know Twitter. our audience, Jim. It's a guy. It's probably a guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, they came to us out of nowhere. We had never even heard of them before. And they're like, hey, I made a gift for you. I made your logo out of... What he does is he makes like pictures out of screenshots from trailers of movies and like other media. So he used scre like screenshots from trailers of Spider-Man movies to make our logo. Yeah, I think he said it was all the from uh, No Way Home. No Way Home, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna be putting the picture up as we're talking, but the link is below. Give this guy a follow. Whatever, support him wherever. I mean, he does this for a lot of things. Once again, I can't understand how, if it's a program that, like, I don't know. But either way, impressive as shit. We want to give a big salute to the, to our that dude. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Everyone go out there. Uh, link to it. Twitter will be below. Check that. That has the links to all their socials. So follow them everywhere. They do some really cool shit. Yeah, no, that was, that was freaking awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. But, uh, Jamber, speaking of cheers... Um, you know, last week on the podcast, I said I'd gotten my Yards variety pack, and I mentioned this lager to you. Yes, you did. So we're trying out the Yards Loyal Lager, and you said you never tried this one, right? Never had this before, no. I got to be honest. This is the one I said I drank in probably 30 seconds the last time I had it, and I did it out of the bottle, so like I didn't have a whole chance to appreciate it, but it is damn smooth and has like just enough flavor where i could see this being like a regular lager for me yeah it comes in five percent which is pretty standard and yeah it's almost kind of like uh it's like a lighter yingling but not a yingling light yeah so yeah it's like a like if you don't like the heavier lagers and you want something lighter that isn't a light beer give this a shot it's pretty damn good i mean i gave this to my buddy who hates like ipas and craft beers and even hey he was like that's that's pretty damn good so yeah if you want to convert some of your friends in the craft beer scene and especially do it with a philly beer try this one out yards as we said they usually don't have many misses no, and at all while brawler is still probably my favorite that or summer love 
I think this one is 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 pretty much up there. Yeah. No, the brawler is the brawler is like their go to beer. So, but no, yeah. I I like it a lot. Now, Jim. Actually, real quick, let me just uh, do a quick cut, just because I paused and move it. On so check. Noise. Check 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 check, check check check. All right, pretty sure you can still hear me. Yeah, your level's still on. All right, so say right. something again. Check check check. Okay. <clears throat> back. Coming back in three, two, one. All right, just had to check on some audio things. We're still getting used to using these new mics. So fancy. <laughs> but uh, you know, so Jim. We've, unfortunately, because I was sick and whatever, we've been slow to get back together. Uh-huh. But we've also been really slow with our gaming. Oh, yeah. And we already did our March release of the Level 50 Club. All three games. But we said we're going to make a better attempt to this month. We're going to try to beat three more than three games. Yeah. So how's that been going for you so well, far? So far, so far, so good. So I played through Kid Dracula through on the NES, well, technically Famicom. Through the Castlevania collection. I was going to say, okay. Yeah. So that's one I had never touched before. But What did always... you think of it? I I liked it. Um, I I don't think it's, like, amazing, but I thought it was fun. Yeah. It's... I thought it was a fun time. Like, they gave you plenty of lives to get through it. It's not, like, the hardest it's game in the world. yeah. But it does have, like, a couple tricky spots here and there. Some of the platforming, like, the gear level. Yeah, some of it gets a little annoying. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, but besides that, I mean, through the Castlevania collections, like... If anything gets too bullshit, I can just save state it. Yeah, so. exactly. But no, I still enjoyed my time with it. So, like, you know, it's not it's not a standout of the Castlevania series, but it's a nice little quirky spinoff. It's like Wanpaku Graffiti. So, Any more progress on Elden Ring? I have not had any time <laughs> to do freaking Elden Ring. But I, I had a gig last Friday. So between, like, band practice and going out and wife having plans, like, I can't go into basement with my goddamn dog. So, like, if it's just me and the dog in the house, it's like I'm stuck upstairs with him, so. Or else he'll destroy everything. Eh, take advantage. Put all, put all your terrible games at the bottom. Then insurance can pay for it, Jim. Ooh. Then you get better games. Be Ooh. smart. Ooh. Come on. <laughs> nice little not insurance fraud in Minecraft. No, of course not. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and besides that, I've actually kept with the Castlevania thing going, so. I also had picked up the Advanced Collection, so I started playing Circle of the Moon, which I'd never played before. So, Oh, oh, what'd you get that on Xbox? Switch again. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, um, so far I'm liking it. I mean, it's the first Symphony of the Night clone, I think, it was a, Game Boy Advance. Was it Game Boy Advance or DS? Uh, I think Circle was Game Boy Advance. Okay. So, if I'm wrong, let I've me know, never whatever. played any of the Advance or DS games, and similar to you, I got... Uh, Castlevania Advance, and then I went out and bought like whatever other ones weren't in, like Harmony of Despair, all those. Never played them, but I, I want to, obviously, huge Castlevania fan. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. So that'll definitely be on my list this year as well. Um, but yeah, no, so far I'm liking it. I mean, if you like Symphony, you're going to like Circle the Moon. And they did enough graphical enhancements to like, if I'm thinking of the right game, but I think they did enough enhancements to like where you don't have to have that weird halo around your character so you can like see yourself on the GBA yeah. screen. So it's definitely a lot more cleaned up. That uh, so I guess technically I could still be right about your Elden Ring and giving up. I I will get over that ten hours. No, I, it'll be the thing I go back and forth during the year, but I don't even know think I'm going to beat it this year. Probably. Yeah, I'd I'd be if you did that, I would truly be amazed with that. Yeah, I would have to like Jim. If you do that, I'll drink a beer. Okay. Well, <laughs> drive a hard bargain, Brian. 
Yeah, I um I've been really deep into that Infernex game I mentioned that Nick, oh, yeah. Nick actually uh it's great but it is certain parts are tough as shit and it actually inspired me to ask the question which is better a little bit later. Um but it it has that Castlevania 2 hard NES game style, just great graphics, great sound and what I lo- love is there's that like there's branching paths where all of a sudden, like, I don't want to spoil it, but you can go down two different sides, and it already makes me want to go back to it. I'm not going to because I need to beat 50 goddamn games. Right. But I really enjoy it, and it was it was really cheap. It was like 8 bucks or something. Or no, I'm sorry. It was free on Game, Game Pass. Pass. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say definitely try that. Cool. Yeah. I have it downloaded. Once again, I haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, but outside of that, I, similar to you, it was my son's birthday, so I've been, this past week, that being sick, I just didn't do shit shit else. So, yep, yeah, that's basically where we've been at. Right, that's when you break out the Switch as you're lying on bed. You know, it's funny. I always think about that. I have it right there, and the problem is, I, like, all the games I have, I either already beat on the Switch, and I could just download games, but... I don't know, man. The Switch still just hasn't... Hasn't grabbed you? It just... It doesn't. I, I don't know why. I want to like it more because I feel like I could get more easy games done faster. Right. You like definitely Instead of having to come down here and do it, it's like, ugh, I could be doing it up there. I don't know. I'm also weird about that. Like, you and I talked. I don't like watching movies on my phone right. or tablets or computers. Like, I'm one of those, like, I like to do it on a TV. Mm-hmm. And doing that in my hand, like, it's fine for when I'm taking a shit. But if I want to main a game, like, I don't want to do it. That's maybe why I don't like Breath of the Wild that much. Yeah, Because I never played on the TV. I only did handheld. Oh, yeah, it could be it. Yeah. All right, Jamer. So before we get to the Patreon questions, the last time I really want to talk about the whole <laughs> fucking slap situation. It's been a week since it happened. It feels like a lifetime. I'm so I, sick of it. Um, I mean, we were sick of it when we recorded last podcast, and that was a day after. But I did have to... Uh, I had to post the fact that, and I knew it was going to come. I didn't think it was going to come so goddamn soon. Um, what's the the company's name? Uh, Seven Sirens Brewing Company. Yeah, so they're PA-based. and Out of Bethlehem. If you listen to us, I apologize, but dear God, the need to jump on trends and now even in beer, like what they call it, the pursuit of slappiness. Pursuit of slappiness. Ha, ha, fucking ha. Like, I'm, it's like the boring movie. I never actually saw that one. I saw that in theaters. Let me, oh, wow. let, me give, let me give you a quick rundown. You weren't getting any back then, so what were you doing? It was with a group of people. For whatever reason, like, <laughs> what do you call it? Back in high school, we'd be like, I think Thanksgiving break. We'd like get to, no, it would be like early in college. Like during Thanksgiving break, the high school friends would all get together. And like the extended high school friends who like I haven't talked to in 15 years now. And like we're like, oh, we'll all get together and go see a movie together. So, for whatever reason, we saw Pursuit of Happiness, which is basically, Will Smith is poor, his life sucks, his life sucks, his life sucks, and it gets a little better at the end. The end. I, I, and I, I, I pretty much know the group you hung with. That shocks me. Like, I mean, there's some sensitive folks in that group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lame movie. So, this beer, it's 7.4%. It's a sour ale with mosaic hops. Whatever with pineapple, you know. And strawberry. What? I'll even try it because Bethlehem isn't that far from us, and I like my sours. 
And I never heard of this brewery, so I'm maybe, not. Maybe we'll get lucky, and by the time we get up there, they would name it something else. I'm not shit, but like, it's like, come on, man. But how the fuck do you crap out a beer that fast? That my only guess is they just had a a brew a brew like ready to go. Probably had a different name for it, right? And as we talked about on this podcast, that's the thing is like naming conventions and beers, they're insane. And I guess like trying to get on the trend like memes, like you just want to get it out there. Now, I don't even know because we don't even know them. My guess is this isn't even canned. This is probably just like on tap or something. I, I think it is. So, But yeah, so you, but, whatever, you know something's people, memed it, to death and done to death when a beer is already named after it after not even a week. After like three days. Yeah, so yeah, that's the thing that, like we said before, the beer industry is uh, running out of ideas. So I guess take an easy thing, whatever. Yeah. So. But no, so Jambers, on to better news, on to our Patreon and their questions. Yes, patreon.com slash game. where for as little as $2 a month, we will answer a question on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. Actually, speaking of patrons, we just recorded the video for our buddy Leo, a $5 patron, for his review request of California games. Cheers, so, you son of a bitch. Yes, that will be coming soon after this podcast at some point mm -hmm. in a week or two whenever brian does it i don't fucking it'll be very soon <laughs> so first up from game whisperer dean ever tried to get nes complex on here i think he'd be a fantastic guest for you um no but i'll reach out uh apparently he's always up for doing podcasts so sure yeah hell yeah definitely reach out for him next up from Phony montana jim how much was the most you ever blazed in one day and then <laughs> brian how much was the most you ever drank in one day Whew. Well, Jim, start with you. <laughs> ah, man, I don't know. Like, I, back in back in my heavy pot days, like we would go through a lot of like. It's not like we would smoke a full ounce in a day or anything like that. But I think the most between me and my friends was going through like maybe like two eighths or something like that, which is a good amount. Were you as much of a lightweight with weed as you are with beer? Like, meaning like you get drunk it, really fast. Oh, I mean, with, did you get high like quicker than everybody? I mean, you get. I mean, depending on the type of weed you smoke, like we would always smoke headies which give you more of a head high. So uh, anytime we smoke that, like you get high like right away. Mm. And so that's like one of the good things about weed. You don't have to build yourself up to it. You're just like, you're fucking for it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we we actually did the, um, the, for Rock Band 1, they let you like play through the entire set list. Mm -hmm. So we're like, fuck it, we're playing through the entire set list and we're going to, you know, just smoke up all day beforehand and after. So yeah, we smoked a shitload of weed that day. Uh, and you, know, it's like, you don't get sick from it or anything like that. Like, you maybe you'll get the spins if you smoke too, too much. Yeah. Or if you, like, you know, combine drinking the wrong way, then those spins are a much I was going to say, were you drinking while you were doing that? No. Mm. No. No, if I was drinking while doing that, I would have not made it all day. Mm, okay. So, but yeah, no, that was a buttload of weed. That was an expensive day. Yeah, and drinking, I mean, shit, man. It, it's tough to say because it could have easily go to any bachelor party. Um, I've had many times where I finished entire bottles. Like I've gone over my buddy's house, brought up entire bottle of bullet whiskey and finished it all off in one sit, like without realizing I'm very bad at when I'm sitting and talking to people and I have a drink in my hand, I go through it way too fast. So every time I get to a happy hour, like especially work friends, I have this bad habit of like, if I'm talking, like I'm just, I don't realize I'm doing it. Um, but yeah, bachelor parties would definitely be have to be up there, mm -hmm. um, or just from one of my exes being a bartender, 
we'd put down 10 or 20 bucks and then all night drink for free. And we started every single night with four to five car bombs. Then it would be like whatever experimental drink she was trying to learn because she was learning how to bartend and it would be over poured with alcohol. So we'd mix everything under her sun, um, mixed in with beers in between and then other liquor drinks. It would have to be a, bl a blur of all that. Yeah, she used to hook us up too. Yeah. And here's the deal. It's, what's funny is Jim and I talked about this. You've It's pretty safe to say you've had legit kind of blackouts oh yeah where you've lost like time and you're like i'm not sure what actually happened oh no and i think it's actually starting to happen now a lot more now with less so i think the brain damage is starting to kick in <laughs> so, so it's not really a laughing matter it's a little worrisome <laughs> no, just, oh god damn it Jim. Uh, i mean might be time to stop the thing is i've definitely been questioned like oh this is gonna be bad to say like and everyone who ever drinks knows they've done this, but you end up driving home and, yep, you, and yep. you go, I'm not sure how I made it home. Like you don't remember the drive at all because yep. you were so focused in the moment. So I've had, that was my closest to, I would say blacking out, but I've never like woken up the next day and had someone be like, did you know you did? Like, I know I did this shit and I'll feel there right as soon as I woke up, like oh, I said that or did that. But I've never been surprised, like someone saying, like, did you know you did this? <laughs> Whereas Jim has video evidence of, what did I say? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, no, great question. <sighs> it will be interesting if, uh, I think it's actually, well, they just decriminalized weed from a federal standpoint, right? Yeah, but the states can, st uh, if, if it passes the Senate or Congress, one of them. But, um senator of the house but yeah i mean if it does that like the states can still say whether or not they consider it illegal yeah and i i've said if it, if it becomes completely legal i'd be fine i probably don't i don't like other than cigars i don't like smoking in general i'd be fine trying edibles mm -hmm. that i'd be fine trying yeah yeah so no great question phony definitely next up from alex perez best fast food chicken it's tough to go against an extra crispy KFC, but I do love me some Popeyes, especially the spicy ones. I will say there is a new there is a new contender in town. Have you had the new uh, what do you call it the the chickens from uh, Burger King? <sighs> Jim, we're just talking about chicken, not chicken sandwiches. It's gotta be just chicken, like well, Popeyes. It's it's KFC chicken. I know, but. <sighs> He would have to specify chicken sandwich. And yes, I've had those. They're fine, but they the, the still don't compare. The, it's the, it's the, good. The way it's meh. But um, Wakelow with a W. No, but if you're just eating straight chicken, I mean, really for us, I know there's other chains out there. It's going to be between Popeyes and KFC. I grew up on KFC. The, the skin on the extra crispy especially, it's really tough to beat. Um, I love me some Chick-fil-A nuggies. They're good too. They're good. But you know what I find with those? Those are actually surprisingly greasy. They are very greasy. Yeah, and I probably like the sugar that they put in, like the uh, the mixture for the uh, the, the oil. Yeah. Well, I also find that I I'm like I leave Chick Fil A and I'm like, how much should I pay? And then I'm never quite full from it as compared to like KFC. I don't know, man. I might go Popeyes because I like the spiciness and I feel like there's more seasoning and flavor to it. Um. And probably because I haven't been able to get KFC because the nearest one to me now is like really fucking far away. So maybe if I had it more, 
Um, so yeah, I'm going Popeyes. Yeah, you know what? Popeyes is it's kind of it's kind of old faithful there. Mm-hmm. And I mean that Pop- Popeyes is like that oasis in the desert. We've talked about it before, but like for a lot of bachelor mm-hmm. parties, Popeyes has always been that oasis of like the only fast food place randomly in the middle of like some like every yep. random area that like we're like well, I don't even know where the fuck we are. Yep. So and we're dying of hunger and we're hungover as shit and all of a sudden like a Popeyes just comes over the horizon. And getting that little biscuit with the meals like hits you. Oh, it's so good. And their fries are underrated, I gotta say. No, their fries are great. But I would say, um, I do want to try like churches. I think we have a churches near us somewhere. Yeah, you gotta go to the uh, more questionable areas, but there are churches <laughs> around still. We should we should do a... I've done churches before. It's all right. The biscuits from there, yeah, they blow every other biscuit out of the water for like a fast food chain. Jim, one of these episodes, do we need to start doing like a theme like best burger fast food and just having us eating eating that shit and trying it? I think that would make a fantastic one dollar to your Patreon video, Brian. I think it would too. We, then we could do ch- chicken and all of it. So great question, Alex. Yep. And last up from JD Mains. Which system do you regret buying over another? I was all in for the N64, and my parents wouldn't go for that, and a PS1. I regret opting for the N64. You shouldn't. Even though I enjoy it and still like some of the games for the system. You know, I'll be honest. I don't think I have major... Now, full transparency, like, my brother and I, we were very lucky because he got a Sega Genesis, I got a Super Nintendo. So we didn't have to like split one or the other. Um, we got a PlayStation as a joint, like that was the gift um, when it came out. And then eventually, like between me begging, saving up, I only got the N64 honestly because of games like WCW versus NWO Revenge, and like the wrestling games are what sold me on that system. Yeah. Um, after that, like whatever I bought was with my own money, and I obviously was not going to regret. I bought the Dreamcast as a because I love Resident Evil and shit, and I wanted Code Veronica. PS2, I obviously, I definitely don't regret that, um, and I don't regret getting the 360 really and all the Xbox stuff because it was always tied to our friends. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm in a weird spot where I don't have any real regrets for the systems I got. Yeah, same here. Like as a kid, the Genesis it was my brother's. So it doesn't really count. The N64 I wanted because I hated load times. And, you know, it, even memes aside with the N64, like, that was the system that hit for the perfect time. For That was, like, the height of my Star Wars and wrestling obsession. And that had the better games for that, too. So it just kind of worked out there. SmackDown. We we reviewed, Jim. They're pretty much equal. They're equal, but I still like the THQ ones a little more. Yeah, for nostalgia. They're... They're still better games overall. Yeah, for nostalgia. No, they're basic. Fucking... They're basic. Basic. They're way more. Co- they're basic. Smackdown. They're basic. basic. Can you go in the back? Yes. Can you have a TNA match? Can you have a full Royal Rumble with all the people in there? Can you have a you Hell have in a Cell? Ro- yes, you have full Royal Rumbles. Can yes, you have, you have all this. What? What? It, it doesn't, doesn't have any of that. <laughs> yes, it has all. Of it. Nope. Jim, we had the reviews. Scores don't lie. See, nope. that's what you get. That's what you get. <laughs> even, the, even the equipment says nay. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, then I went to PS2, and, like, you're not going to say that that was wrong over the Xbox or GameCube. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then I went 360, and then by that point, I started to just buy what I wanted anyway. So, yeah, I'm also in that same boat. Like, maybe it would have been cooler to have the PS4 over the Xbox One, but, again, we still played with our buddies. So, yeah, no regrets there either. So, yeah, I never regretted anything. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, for most people especially, like, 
it's tougher and tougher unless you're a kid that for some reason like opts for a Nintendo system these days and not Xbox or PlayStation. It would be tough to have a regret just because like most of the major games are going to be able to be available anywhere. And the exclusives are getting so small a number that unless you really miss an exclusive, it doesn't matter as much anymore. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So no, that that's that's a good question though. I, I've I've heard many people say like, "Oh, I missed out on this or this," but yeah, I didn't. I never felt that. Yep, yeah, same here. Yeah. But yeah, that'll wrap up the questions for this week. So once again, thank you to all of our patrons out there. Once again, two bucks gets you a question you can ask every single week. Five bucks and up gets you bonus episodes and a review game request. Ten bucks lets you use us as your billboard. Blah blah blah. blah. And the dollar tier, you get exclusive videos. So, hey, there you go. Yep. And once again, if you're new to the page, please head on over to Spotify and iTunes. Leave a five-star review. Any five-star reviews we'll read, even if you want to bash us. And if you have any, you know, quips or rebuttals or anything like that, don't hit us on the socials. Go to YouTube and help our algorithm out. So, appreciate leave those it, comments guys. there. Truly appreciate it. Yep. Jim, how did you like that loyal lager? I'm finishing it off, but it's good. Very solid little lager there. If you like lagers, if you actually, or if you don't like lagers, like I said, it's not as heavy as some other ones, so nah. could be a good one to go with if you don't typically like them. Yeah, and then when we're going to move on to is the Yards Brawler. Jim and I have talked about, like I said, it's 4.2%. Very, excuse me, very easy to drink, but it actually actually reminds me more of a lager, even though it's an ale, and uh, goes down smooth. It's a dark son of a bitch. It's tough to see in this awesome glass I have, but... Yeah, no, it's really, really good. I would highly, of all the things from Yards, that's always my first recommendation. So make sure you give that a try. But as Jim Jim pours out the next beer, we have another follow-up story. So I swear to God, these we goddamn things. Fuck every time. Every single time. This goddamn Monday night review schedule or recording session. Of yeah. But um, we mentioned... Uh, the name has been flying all around, but it's pretty simplified now. PlayStation, what was Spartacus, turned to Neo, is now basically still just PlayStation Plus, plus Essential, and PlayStation... Well, plus Essential, plus Extra, yeah. and Plus Premium. Yeah, so they're keeping the PlayStation Plus name. Um, they've released their official tiers, and the Essential package is exactly what Plus is right now. And what's the price point for Plus? Hey, Google, all right, so plus essential uh, United States, which is all we care about, ten bucks a month. Yeah, so or it's sixty bucks yearly. So it's a little more because right now you can do that for five ninety nine a month. Um, so okay, that's a little jump. And then the next tier extra is either fifteen a month or a hundred yearly. Yeah. So the the thing with the extra, what's weird if you read the fine print, extra is kind of like combining plus and now but like not all of it yeah it's like it gives you a tier within now where i said last time if you do now and plus together you're paying 10 bucks a month um which would be 120 a month a year and you know playstation now has over 800 games or something basically from ps1 ps2 ps3 for all these things so so in in extra you get about 400 some games from PS4 and 5. Yeah, so they limit you to those. And then the final tier, which is... The premium. The premium is now... It's PS Now plus everything else. So or that you, 120 bucks a year, like you were saying. It's basically the same price if you just combine 
the two services now. Yeah, and it's it's kind of interesting because which is weird. <sighs> and like it gives you back like this is the only way you get your backwards compatibility with PlayStation One and Two. And three, even though that's just streaming only, so you can't download the games to you, your system directly. No, yeah, it's very, like, the three thing is still actually, the way I've read it, it actually is even more confusing. And feel free, click the link below, but everyone that's been clamoring for PS3 titles to get re-released or be able to be backwards compatible, like, PlayStation hasn't done a great job of answering that. So they're, they're kind of saying just the ones that are on now, and they do have a large library, I'll say that, but they're mostly all streamable there are some downloadable games and i said i had my issues even with good internet and in the fine print if you read it if you don't have good network connect connectivity connectivity uh they'll give you a price reduction on some of these higher tiers because they know you won't be able to stream those games so it's a weird look i mean we've known that in my opinion, and they made a very strong point like this is supposed to be the killer for or their attempt to kill game pass it's not as great. It's not as, one. It's not as great. It's not even difference really price wise from what you have now. No, and you don't get any day one games. No, like that's the biggest thing about Game Pass is like they'll put big exclusive titles, yeah. or not even not exclusives, but they'll put big name titles day one release on Game Pass. Yeah, which is huge. And the fact that we've said Xbox has been gobbling up studios and. They're going to have a lot more exclusives to those Game Pass. Like, the next month is going to be... They, they've shown a whole bunch of Call of Duty titles being exclusive or, like, all available. It's an interesting look. It's not the killer. And, of course, PS fanboys are like, it's not meant to be a killer. We like our physical games, yada, yada, yada. It's like, no, if you guys did have day one releases and all our stuff, you'd be boasting it. But let's be honest, while your system sells way better... Your services are secondary to Xbox. So it'll be interesting to see how it does. I mean, it's got a huge install base right now that it can work off of. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not going to upgrade my plan until it runs out and I have to choose. So Yeah, I don't know what happens to me, though, because I only did PS Now and I just paid the yearly. I don't I don't think you, it, you have to do it until your thing runs out. Okay, well, that was. be Because I good. just signed up a month ago for mine, so for PS Plus. So. Yeah, once I run out... I may, I mean, it also completely depends. I, I don't need both. I don't need Game Pass and this. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to pay for both. So I'll probably just get the cheapest one for Just do this. it just for now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll be essential. Well, Jim, speaking of Game Pass. Yeah, they just decided to up our rates. Which, hey, we've been saying from the day they started all these crazy, even when they bought Bethesda, I was waiting for it. Yeah. But with Activision and everything else. It, it's always been like, when's the other shoe going to drop? And kind of similar to PlayStation, actually, they're saying there's not going to be, like, because you can still just get live or Game Pass now. And if you do Game Pass Ultimate, which is what I do, it includes live with it. Um, I think it's not much of an increase. They're, they're basically making Ultimate the default now, where yes. it'll always be live and gold together as one yeah. service. And you'll be paying 15 bucks a month. Which is, you know... I mean, it, it is what it is. Like you know, that's you know, damn near two hundred bucks a year you're going to be paying, and it is more than what you're paying with the highest tier PS now. But I still think Game Pass is a better system. It's it's much better, as we just said. Number one, you know for sure, and a lot of reports have been coming out. You're going to get a lot more exclusives day one, and it's actually stopped me from buying brand new games. Yeah, like I've literally tried so many new games that 
Otherwise, I was not going to buy new or even used. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think if you're looking at the other things, if you buy Ultimate, um, you can stream it on your PC, right. all the games, yeah, and oh, you get that's EA+. A, that's Plus. a fucking big one I didn't even like remember about before. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can stream it on your PC, too, that with Game Pass, so... Yeah. So and and there's some PC exclusives on Game Pass that like there there's all these PC games. I was like, "Oh shit, I just have them now on top of it. On yeah. top of being able to stream all this. so that's how people are figuring out how to like stream that handheld like with the there's like a third-party kind of kit for your phone that you can do stream Game Pass off your iPhone. Yeah, so, and, and I think they're working on their own thing. Like, what was that called? The Series Z or something like that? They were, like, considering it, but I think what they're probably going to do, and it's going to be the smarter thing, is figure out how to easily adapt it to everyone's phone. Yeah. If you do that, you talk about things that can compete with Switch. If you can do Game Pass off your phones or iPads, oh, and yeah. some, like, dude, it's, yeah. That's no question. Yeah, I, I am still kind of a little bummed that uh, they never went through with that uh, partnership that they announced at the beginning of the Switch's life cycle. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you put fucking Game Pass on the Switch, that would just been ridiculous. Oh, dude. It, <laughs> I mean, yeah, because as we said, Microsoft, I don't think they care about the physical release of their consoles. If, I, I, think I think that service. Them, I think for them at this point, these consoles are just a loss leader for them for the Game yeah. Pass service. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. If they still, and I, you know, I don't know who would be. I mean, the Xbox One sold like 60 million units. It's not like it was a colossal failure. No. But no. just in this day and age, 60 million, you go, <laughs> just 60 million. Yeah, exactly. But so, yeah, across the board, hey, everywhere. You're paying more for gas. You're paying more for everything. I've said many times, I'm waiting for the drop that games are now. I'm starting to see it more and more, actually, with PS5 games, where they're like $70 games now. Yeah. I think that's what you're going to see. Is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. And that gets into the debate of, I don't think every new release game has to be a $70 game. We've covered many games and talked about many that I don't think they should be more in $30 games or $40 games. Yeah, and I've talked about many times how you should just wait three months and get it for half off because that's what happens every time. You should, but, you know, either way, we're going to follow it, uh, but I'm pretty sure that is going to be the price hike for that. Excuse me. So if if anything else comes out, we'll release it, but check the links below and you can follow along as well. Right, you're a little burpy bitch tonight. I am. Holy spears, Jim. Yep. Um... So, wait, where the fuck are... Oh, here we go. Brian, nice little bit of random, unexpected news that just dropped today. Now, I know you're a fan of a certain little adventure game series. I am. Possibly um, involving monkeys and islands? I am. I saw this. So, I mean, the big news about it is the fact that, like, it's happening in general. Because, uh... Ron Gilbert, who's the guy who basically, like, made the old Monkey Island games, mm-hmm. he's been fighting for years to get, like, the ownership of it so, like, he can work on it again. Then out of fucking nowhere, apparently he's been working on it for two years. Yeah. So he's working with Lucas, uh, Lucas LucasArts Games and Devolver Digital, and we're getting a new Monkey Island, Return to Monkey Island. Did you ever play any of them? Never did, but I know, like, you and I know our buddy Yerzak loved them. So special it, years act. Well, but. yeah, I played the first one. I I really did enjoy it. And you and I are on the same page. I'm not the biggest like point and click adventure guy. Yeah. Um, I did appreciate on when I played it on the 360. It had the like ability to convert back to the original graphics to like revise new ones. Right, I remember that. Um, and it was actually fairly 
uh, user-friendly when it comes to a point-and-click on a system like the 360. I tried the second one, didn't really sell me, and the humor was there in the first one. Um, I don't have the nostalgia for the game. Yeah, but the thing that worried me, and I don't know if you watched Trailer. Now, Trailer didn't show any official gameplay. No. The art direction seemed odd. I mean, it's like that... Uh... More computer, it's smooth. I mean, I think it's, it's like, smooth, but like I, I don't know what I'm trying to say like here. It almost reminds me of like medieval. Yes, which is what's weird because in the original, I'm not not that I wanted the original original graphics, but I really liked the way the revised 360 graphics were. Yeah. Um, this does seem like even a bigger twist. I, it's a nitpicky thing. I also liked watching all the people react to it, and they're like. Is he just going to ignore all the other ones? It's like, and half we were like, well, yeah, because he said he didn't consider them canon and didn't like them because he wasn't involved. Right. Um, and I also got to say, I, I get a kick since I'm not the Twitter guy. I'll, I'll just call it popular Twitch girls. They're like, oh, boy, like Monkey Island. And all of you are like, oh, my God, yes. Like, I don't think these particular gamers – have ever even played that, but they Sexist. just cancel, cancel. <laughs> I disavow. I am an ally, and I fully support our female Twitchers. Considering they were born like two, like fifteen years after the game was released, cancel. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I'll be interested. Hey, if it ends up on Game Xbox Game Pass, I'll play it. Yeah, no. If I hope it goes to Game Pass because I'm not going to pay for it, but. Uh, if it hits Game Pass, yeah, I'll download it and give it a go. Yeah, I would actually, and God, once again, I wish it was on the Switch because like this feels like the thing that could be like perfect to use like the often never used Switch touchscreen control stuff because like the touchscreen yeah, is tar- decent. I, I keep forgetting there even is one. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, no one ever uses it. Yeah, like I mean, it's convenient for like typing in my password and shit like that, and not have to fuck with the cursor. That but... is really yeah, that's a good point. I I keep I honestly I was like. Actually, if it, if it goes on sale and it's like two bucks on Switch, I might just go for it on Switch. Yeah. Just for the love of God, if you put it on Switch, give us the goddamn touch screen controls. <laughs> like, just let us do that. Jim just wants to touch it. I do. The only the only goddamn <laughs> game I think I own that lets you use the touch screen controls is Waifu Uncovered with the one finger mode, so you can do activities. <sighs> God. I, I, can't, I, I can't help it that that's the only one I, using features, bro. I disavow. I can't help it. I, I can't help it. I cancel. <laughs> cancel. Sex is canceled. Damn it, Jim. <laughs> but yeah, New Monkey Island. Cool. It's, yeah, it's an interesting little. Yeah, if this had dropped tomorrow, we probably wouldn't have even talked about it, but. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's still a cool thing. So you let us know if you're excited for the new Monkey Island. Yeah, I want to hear if any of you out there are like really hyped for it and what you think of it and what do you think of the other games? Because I said, I really liked the first one. I played for a long time in the second one, but I eventually walked away from it, never finished it. So let me know what you think. Yep. So next up, uh, I didn't really talk. We never talked about this before, but it's like a weird follow-up. So some beer news in the Pennsylvania oh, region. Oh, yeah. Yep. And... Apparently, the Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board reverses their decision from last year, and they won't let breweries sell CBD products. Yeah, and for those who don't know in PA, what it meant was just like at convenience stores or other stores where you could see gummies, uh, oils, whatever. Yeah. I, I did find it odd the one time, one day I just did go into a beer store. I'm like, oh, they had a whole counter of like CBD shit. And 
Yeah, they've reversed that. They're not allowed to sell it. Now, the article, the link is below. I'll say it doesn't do the best job Fuck as to... Farmers. The Department of Agriculture made the request to... What do you call it? Uh, they, they put the request in, which told the liquor board that the sale of such consumable products is illegal in Pennsylvania, a board of spokesman said. Yeah. Just because I, it's like weed-based. I mean, it comes from like... It, it comes from marijuana, but it's not THC. So it's like CBD, though, is just not... just relaxes you. Like, and it's not illegal. Like that's if you have. There's, there's CB nothing about the CBD that it's a pop. I, that that's what I don't get is like, no, that's the stuff that's like you could go anywhere, which is why it could be sold in like Seven Eleven. It's or, like an essential oil. Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna go to Seven Eleven and fucking yeah. get your CBD, but you can't get it at a beer store with the shit that's gonna kill you faster? It's a weird one, and kind of like we were saying with the whole like the federal decriminalization, you know in. I don't know how many years. Eventually, it's going to be legal everywhere. So, a very odd flex of power and adjustment. But, okay, we, we've we admitted many times, PA sucks when it comes to our beer and oh, liquor. Oh, our liquor laws are retarded. Like, it, it just makes no sense. I don't like it. God, goddamn Quakers, stupid <laughs> fucking, still with their sphere of influence and freaking... You never go full simple gym on these issues. But we're we're two we're two main cities and a bunch of farmland in the middle. So, yep, gotta gotta <sighs> pick your battles in this state. <laughs> oh, speaking <sighs> of battles, Jim. Oof. So this, this one broke my heart a little bit. And actually, this is kind of random how under the radar it's gone. Maybe because of like it's just like a specific team that it's only worked on one specific game. And to be honest. I feel like you and I are in the minority of like who's actually played who it. heralded it. No, I mean people play. I feel like everyone I've ever talked to who's played it loves it. Right. But I don't think many people actually played it. Right. So what we're talking about is uh, Undead Labs, and they're the developers for State of Decay, State of Decay Two, and they were in the process of working on State of Decay Three, which is supposed to come out this year. Um, but this article kind of alludes to the fact that there's just a so there's allegations of sexism, bullying, and burnout inside the Microsoft Studio behind Stated Decay 3. One, one thing I have a problem with. I have a many problems, but I want to hear your problem. My first big problem. Cancel. <clears throat> Go ahead. You're the one who's canceled. <laughs> My first big problem is all the tweets that like link to this article, and even a lot of times in the article itself, they always kind of allude to that Microsoft allowed this to happen. Or they're saying Microsoft Studio or Microsoft exclusive game, you know. Yeah, which is not. Game. It's like, it's not that. Like, Microsoft bought Undead Studios, as you said. Yeah. And if you actually, like, read, the, like, every article is, like, trying to get you to click by being, ooh, Microsoft thing. Microsoft is, is the one doing it. Yeah. And yeah. When really the biggest, if you read the actual article, the complaint against Microsoft is, eh, they've kind of just been hands off. Yeah, which is, it, which is the funny thing. Like Microsoft buying all these companies, just like they bought Undead Studio, like I think I said four or five years ago. Yeah, and they said, "Do your thing. We're just here to back you up on like on uh, marketing, other shit. But like, we don't want to get in the middle of your development. You guys make great shit. We're just backers for you, essentially. Which is like what they everyone wants when it comes to Bethesda, Activision, all this shit. Whenever they buy someone, everyone goes, "Oh, they're going to ruin them like they ruined Rare." So now Microsoft is going, "Okay, we'll take, we'll be more hands off. You do it, and do you know, it. yeah, give us a game to show off at conventions and shit like that." See, now the real gist of this article comes down to the original founder of Undead Labs. Uh, what the 
fuck was his name? God damn it, I just had it up. Was it Holder Summer or something? Yeah, oh, balls. Might have to cut this as I look. <laughs> oh, all right, Jeff Strain. Strain, yeah. Yeah, so Jeff Strain. So, so he worked on shit like StarCraft and Diablo and World of Warcraft and Blizzard, and he went to make his own game. And what State of Decay was, it was like kind of like a simplified version of his like vision for this grand open world zombie game. Because yeah. they were a small studio. Yeah. And it turned out to be a surprise hit. And they made two. And two was a modest hit, but you know, it wasn't like a real step up from one, from what most yep. people were saying. And then he wanted and then they got bought by Microsoft. Because they wanted three to be like a flagship game kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff Strain left the company. So he, apparently towards the end, he was like, you know, a little more hands off, kind of aloof, not around. It seems like he hit burnout and he kind of just took the money and ran. That's what I got from it. Yeah. I mean, he's so, been in the industry a long time. At some point, you probably do just go. Oh, right. Fuck if it. you give me a fucking million dollars, you know, I'm going to say, <laughs> well, fuck it. They all jobs and working on a game. I'm out of here. So whatever. I can't fully blame him on that. So the person they put in charge after, apparently he's kind of a shithead. And the PR manager that, or the HR manager they put in, who was a woman, by the way, uh, apparently, you know, everyone was claiming that she wasn't making an inclusive environment and they would go to her with complaints and she would do nothing about it, basically. So, which, hey, <sighs> and I, I don't know here or there. I wasn't there. You will not cancel me the way you will cancel Brian after this episode. <laughs> but... I mean, yeah, for, for all, I mean, if you talk to people who leave a job, they leave it for a reason because they weren't happy. Yeah. So there's going to be sour graves. So, so some things could be overblown. I don't know. But all I do know is, like, eventually enough people went direct, like, went over their head and di- complained directly to Microsoft. You know what Microsoft did? Mr. Microsoft is the problem here. They did an audit. They said she wasn't doing her job, and they basically, like, forced her to leave. Like, yeah. she left. So they're saying things seem to be a little bit on the up and up now, but... Yeah, I mean, it was like a lot of just basically women were being put down, like managers at meetings were being like, oh, yeah, you take notes. Like, do you want to listen to them? So some sexual allegations and shit like that. Well, I didn't see many. I I saw that there There wasn't a lot in the article, but it was alluded to. And that's the problem I had with the article is it was very aloof when it comes to like specifics. And it all pointed to the fact that there weren't many very specific big events. It was just, excuse me, a pattern of like. Yeah, like Jim said, someone be in a meeting, a guy would talk over, you know, one of the females or something. But, you know, here's the deal. You guys listen to this. Jim talks over everyone all the time just because he's a loud motherfucker. And I've been in plenty of things where there are just some types in a meeting, man or woman, who just talk over people. And then it also alludes to, like, what Jim said, someone could say, Oh, hey, honey, like take notes or whatever. Now, I'm I'm complete. I, I'm not saying they Makes said. Sense. Yeah, I'm not Watch saying they said that. And get out the uh, get out the old notepad. That, <clears throat> but some of it I've read is like, was it just typical corporate bullshit? Like, dudes will get shit on the same exact way that it was being described here, and I'm kind of looking at it like, is this being a little bit blown out of proportion? Like maybe it just was being run by a shithead, not necessarily as they try to put it like a misogynist. Cause they show all the information that they actually did increase the number of, as they called it, the diverse selections. Like they got it up to, it was 42% women. I like they yeah, put more all the women, stats. more people of color, more LGBTQ people. But so. it's like, yeah, whoever's the head honcho is probably a dick to everyone. Like, and 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 as we said, we're Could not be. there. We don't know. These are all alleged anyway. Um, 
it's just a weird thing that they try to spin it like it's a Microsoft problem. Right. It's like, come on. You know you're going for weird, low-hanging fruit that's not real there. So you read gotta the, get your clicks, Brian. Yeah, read these articles is all I'm going to say. Like, it's easy to say, like, the biggest company is the problem. No, 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 The problem, for all intents and purposes, seemed to be corrected. The people got fired, shifted around. I, I want to see a better state of DK3 because you and I love the first one. Yeah, the first one was really cool. Like and it really it was really impressive. Fix your fu- fucking multiplayer so Jim and I can go open world and I can leave him behind while the zombies feed on him so I can get sweet sweet loot. That is probably exactly how it's going to happen. Cuz I'll tell Jim, get those windows, he'll ignore me. Be like, "Bro, there's all these things on me." I'm like, "I told you. <laughs> now you learn." <laughs> Bro, that's bullying. Canceled. Canceled. <laughs> So you guys read the link. You guys let us know what you think below. But yeah, so is what it is. But I have, I do have one other, I I have one topic left for us. Yes. This one does come from you. So I mentioned earlier, um, I've been playing Infernax and especially with games like Elden Ring and everything. um, I don't know if I want to call this, which is better or which is worse. Uh, Maybe it's like a, which do you prefer? But what do you like better in a game when you go through a game and the platforming is the most difficult part and then you get to a boss and not that they're easy but they're not as hard as the platforming or going through a game and just getting to a boss is just balls hard but then you finally beat them and you feel like wow that was an accomplishment which one is more preferable to you because like elden ring clearly has the I mean, there's plenty of annoying parts of it, but it's like the impossible bosses. Right. Like the rest of the game, debatably, it's not that the game is hard. It's just you get those bosses and you got to survive like a gauntlet. I mean, you turn the wrong way, you're going to get fucking killed by a giant crab. No, yeah, you can. But then there's games where God, I God feel... knows I wasn't expecting a giant lobster to spin at me from 400 yards away and kill me instantly. <laughs> wasn't expecting that. But then there's games like, uh, and the NES and older systems are perfect examples where like the platforming is damn near impossible. And Infernax is a good example where there's some levels where the the platforming's so ridiculous, but I haven't found a boss yet that I haven't been able to beat kind of on first try because the patterns are pretty easy. Okay. And it, I don't know what I prefer more because it's like, oh man, after being exhausted by that platforming, it's kind of nice not having to sweat your ass off at the boss. Right. But then again, I kind of like the unexpected, like the boss should be the tough guy. So I don't know. What do you think you prefer or which is better? It's tough because like I've liked games with like with both really. You can, you can definitely like games with both. I'm saying when you start up a game and you realize. You know, you know, you know, what, you know what? Fucking uh, I'm going to go. I like tough boss battles more than I like like just consistently hard platforming. Yeah. I think consistently hard platforming like. It's a pain in the balls. It leads to way more memorization. Like it wears a hard, a hard boss, you have to memorize anyway. Yeah. But like then you're just memorizing one section of a level. Yeah. Where with hard platforming all throughout, you're memorizing every single section of every single level. Yeah. No. So like I mean like I like Super Meat Boy, but like I did eventually burn out on it because I was like, all right, I'm sick of just retrying these levels. Yeah. Well, that's a perfect example where bosses in that were easy. Yeah. Like they they weren't nothing, and you know like I think of a game like. Uh, Cuphead was the inverse. Cuphead was tough regardless, yeah. but the bosses were tough as shit. They were tough. I and, mean, I rage quit that too. Yeah, but. And, but those levels weren't... I'm not saying those levels were easy, but comparatively, 
Like oh, I could keep getting levels. through the platforming of Cuphead easy enough, but you get to that boss, you're like, fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like the sense of accomplishment of like beating that boss feels so much better than yeah, sweating it out, getting to a boss. I almost feel cheated when a boss is too easy, but then again in a game like Infernax where I go that getting to son of a bitch was so hard. Mm-hmm. I don't have any lives left. Like I don't care that it was easy, you know. But yeah, when I when I face a, a really good tough boss, I I can appreciate like, oh man, like it gives you a, a different sense of accomplishment. Yeah, you definitely get way more accomplishment from beating a tough boss than you do from just like beating tough platforming. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting because I I feel like I don't know if we're in the minority here. Um, if people prefer the platforming and the getting to the boss being harder yeah because i mean like there's like you said there's obviously markets for both so yeah and like there's great games in both genres but yeah i don't know i just like it always seems like i'm more likely i'm more likely to fuck up both but i think i'm more likely definitely if like the entire game's like platform based like i'm gonna have more oh that's bullshit deaths with like tough platforming than i am with a tough boss battle like I okay, so it's interesting. If I was trying to categorize games, I guess Mario, like Super Mario, it's not really tough platforming or tough bosses. No, but I mean, by I, the end, it's just tough. You know what Mar- Mario games are, or Mario, whatever. Before someone goes, oh Mario, shut up. <laughs> uh, we say water. Yeah, we yeah we're from Philly. We have problems. Uh, Mar- Mario games are tough placement. That's yeah, what by I, the by the end because like it'll be like all like fucking hammer bros and pits and hammer bros and pits and like you know like you gotta be precise but you have and you have to know exactly what's coming up at that point. Yeah, by the end I would put that more in the category of. But yeah, then the, again, you're the, in like the last level too, so it's supposed to be hard. By the yeah, end. whereas like I would almost debate now it's more a control thing. Like Castlevania becomes both tough platforming and tough bosses, but only because that fucking knockback. Yeah. But, like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I, Cuphead's probably the best example of a game where I can clearly show that boss is so tough. But it also always feels like, ah, one more time. Well, yeah. No, I never, as much as I died and I streamed it and obviously died plenty, nope. I kept wanting to come back. And it was because I could get to the boss in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, if, if I felt like I needed to give up because the platforming was too tough then yeah it, it takes it out of you yeah so, i don't know i want to see what you guys think which do you prefer your platforming and all the shit leading up to a boss to be really tough or the actual boss it's a random idea so let me know what you think but with that chambers uh between the two between the loyal logger and the brawler what did you prefer i think i always liked the brawler more but the logger was good yeah and like yeah the brawler's just it's a really solid ale. What do yeah. you say? Yeah. So with that, guys, we want to say thank you so much for listening. If you're watching us on YouTube, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button and the notification bell so you know when we release all of our latest videos. If you are listening to us on Spotify or iTunes, make sure you hit subscribe. If you leave us a five-star rating and give us a comment, even if you want to bash us, we will read it in these episodes. So with that, we want to say have a good night, everyone, and cheers. Cheers. Cheers.